Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Whatever, the podcast with the focus on mental health, but the topics are endless. My name is Tiffany, otherwise known as Tough Angel Books Online, and very quickly before we jump into this episode's topic, just want to let you guys know that this podcast is now available on Spotify, Amazon Music, and Apple Podcasts. The next thing I'm going to be branching out to is Google Podcast. Now that that little announcement is out of the way, this episode's podcast is all about pets and mental health. A few episodes back, I did talk about the benefits of human touch, and in there I did mention how pets do help with touch deprivation, and this is still true. However, this topic more focuses on what benefits pets provide people with mental illnesses or overall stress. A lot of times, simply their a pet's presence helps calm us down. Like trying to do taxes, because we're in tax season now, which is fun. But trying to do taxes and such, and we're stressing out about making sure we have all the information, all the right numbers, all of that, can be stressful and sometimes simply your cat sitting on your desk or your dog in the corner of the room or whatever pet you have being in the same area as you does help. And before like I dived into this topic because I was talking with I talked with one of my friends about how we feel undeserving of our animals because they're they're so loving and supportive and understanding and just always there when we need them. Like, we we both genuinely feel this about our animals. But I asked another one of my friends, who's a little older than I am, who I know went through a portion of their adult life without pets, and now they do have pets. And I asked them, like, if they had noticed a difference in regards to their stress. They said yes. They also said something else that kind of made me crack up, just because I know it's true. And it was... They are worth the money. Anyone who owns a pet, doesn't matter what kind of pet it is. It could be a goldfish, it could be a horse ranch, it could, like, whatever kind of pet you have. Yes, horse ranch is a little excessive, but you know what I mean. It doesn't matter what pet you have, it's a commitment, and it also costs a bit of money to maintain them, to keep them happy, to keep them healthy, to keep them active. It costs money. (laughs) But a lot of times, it really is worth the money. So I I did find that funny when they said that, because I was thinking it, and then they just said, yeah, totally worth the money. It's funny, but I definitely agree. While I was looking up this topic, pets and mental health, I did find a few articles Two in particular that I found to be very informative. One from helpguide.org titled The Health and Mood Boosting Benefits of Pets. And another one from newportacademy.com which is 10 Ways Pets Support Mental Health. And both of these I found very informative. For anyone who is interested, I am going to be linking both articles in the description of this podcast. So while I was looking this up and like these two articles were very helpful and informative, one of the things I discovered was 
the first research study on pets and mental health, was published in 1988, over 30 years ago. It was published by psychologist Alan Beck of Purdue University and psychiatrist Aaron Katcher of the University of Pennsylvania. They were the ones to conduct this first ever study of the benefits of pets and mental health. They recorded the effects a person experiences when petting a friendly dog, and that was blood pressure went down, heart rate slowed, breathing became more regular, muscle tension relaxed, all signs of reduced stress. You know, just think about that. All the all these people who took part in the study had to do was interact with a friendly dog. That's all they had to do. And these were the benefits that they felt from this experience. They just pat the dog and heart rate went down, blood pressure went down, their stress levels went down. Which is pretty damn remarkable if you ask me. But since the study, it's been proven beneficial for some individuals to have emotional support animals. These are completely different from service animals. Uh, if you have an emotional support animal, understand those do not have the same privileges as service animals. Service animals are trained pretty hardcore to do the job that they're supposed to do. Emotional support animals are very in tune with your emotions and do not need to go with you everywhere. Like, for me, my emotional support animal, even though I have two dogs and a cat, it's my cat. She is more in tune with my emotions than both of my dogs are most of the time. Like, my dogs do pick up when I'm upset, when I'm sad and all that, but my cat will figure it out long before the dogs do. Like, if I start crying across the house, my cat will be the first one there to start calming me down. Then my dogs will figure out that I'm upset and come and calm me down. But for me, it's my cat. She's my emotional support animal. I'm not going to take her out in public because she's not a service cat. But she does give me a lot of emotional support, which is fantastic with my wonderful mental illnesses. Since the first study on this topic was published, animal-assisted therapy has been a growing integration for mental for mental health therapies. So this is this part's mainly focused on teen mental health ther therapy treatments. And the most popular one is equine assisted therapy, which is the involvement of horses. Honestly, any animal assisted therapy has been proven to work greatly because a lot of the time well, in these situations, it's teenagers. The teenager that's getting the treatment can process and handle all of the emotional, kind of like the emotional, uh, I don't want to say damage, but emotional toll some, of, some life events have caused them. And they can process it pretty well because when you're interacting with an animal, it's not verbal. It's physical, it's touch, it's communication through touch. How you touch an animal 
tells that animal how you really feel. That's helped. This has been something that's been growing a little more commonly since, since the 1990s. A lot of studies, including the first study, has also shown that five minutes of petting or playing with your animal can reduce stress hormones, which help relax the nervous system. It can also help raise our levels of serotonin and dopamines, also known as happiness hormones. These are a huge benefit when you suffer from anxiety or similar mental illnesses. Just process that for a second. Five minutes of interacting with your animal reduces stress hormones and increases the happiness hormones. Five minutes. That's like bare minimum. Can you imagine regularly doing like 15-20 minute play periods with your dogs every day or with your cat or whatever animal you have because most animals there is a way to play or interact with them so could you imagine like 20-30 minutes a day of you just interacting with your pet and it having that much an effect on your mental health that that's pretty astonishing like like I mentioned earlier, I have three pets. I have two dogs and a cat. And if the weather permits it, right now it's a little rainy where I am, but if the weather permits it, I will actually, like for the last time out before bed, I will let them out and we'll be outside for like half hour, 45 minutes playing. We'll just be like playing tug of war, playing fetch. We'll just be playing. and. Sometimes just watching them play puts me in a much better mood than I can imagine. And it also kind of helps me sleep better knowing that they've gotten the exercise they need and I got to watch, I got to watch them interact and play. Like that, that's pretty cool for me. This little tidbit I found very interesting. There was a study done with a group of stressed out adults. They were asked to pet a rabbit, a turtle, or a toy those that touched the toy had no effect so that they were still as stressed as before they interacted with whatever toy it was those that pet the rabbit or the turtle even if they didn't really like animals felt the calming benefits of interacting with an animal so those overly stressed adults were able to calm down and enjoy their time with this animal because it, it was a stress relief so that that's that's pretty damn fascinating to me just knowing that like even people who are not animal people enjoyed their time with an animal found the mental health benefits of an animal that's uh it's definitely a nug to think about since it has been proven that animals help with uh, mental health and those with mental illnesses, there are a few things that pets have given us to help build healthy habits. Like, I, I, I'm just going to say the list and then just reflect it to the fact that I have dogs. But like, the list is physical activity, time in nature, getting up in the morning, Pet care supports self-care. So physical activity, 
even if it's just playing fetch or tug of war with my dogs, like that is quite a bit of physical activity and it's very enjoyable. It's great exercise, even though I get a lot of exercise at work. It's great knowing that I can have a little bit of exercise at home and it's fun. Uh, time in nature. I personally need to work on that one. I need to take these two for more walks. But I also need to figure out how, because they're both pit bulls. And they're fully grown. So I need to figure out a safe way to take them both for walks for both my safety and theirs. Uh, getting up in the morning, in my case it's getting up at night for work. Uh, unless all of my pets are feeling very lazy, they all like to help me wake up and get out of bed and start my day and get ready for work and all of that. They are not a fan of my alarm because it means that sleep is done, cuddles is done, all of that is done. So, they just wake up, get me up, get the day started. It's not a lot of fun, but we all know that we need to do it. And most importantly, I, I love this last bit. Pet care supports self-care. That is, that is a realization I was not expecting. Because if you think about it, especially if you own a cat, you know, feeding them, brushing them, making sure that they have something for their nails, cleaning their litter box and all of that. I don't know about you guys, but whenever I do that, it reminds me to do something for myself. Like, that, that's probably a weird coordinate correlation, but I have found that if I'm, like, after I clean my cat's litter box and take care of that and obviously wash my hands, I will either, like, go brush my teeth, as simple as that sounds, or make myself a snack. You know, do something for me, spending time with myself. And... I, I don't know why that is. Like, maybe I'll look into it and I'll find something later on down the road. But pet care supports self-care. I think that's probably the best thing to end this episode on. Because, yes, pets are absolutely amazing at keeping our stress down, keeping us active, and keeping us going. Not everyone is meant to have pets. Not everyone wants to have pets. But those who do have pets definitely know the benefits that pets have on our mental health. Whether you have a mental illness or you're just really, really stressed out because adulting is hard. <laughs> and no one warned you about how hard adulting was. Yeah, I, I kind of want to know what you guys think about that. Def definitely tweet me about it. Pet care supports self-care. What are your thoughts on that? Because I, I definitely want to know. I might be asking a few streamers after this what, what their thoughts on that is. Because that alone is very powerful. Whether you have a mental illness or you know someone who does, if you have a pet and you have a friend that has a mental illness and likes spending time with your animals, encourage them to spend more time together because 
then your friend will have a little less stress, a little less anxiety, even if it's just for a short amount of time. They get that little bit of relief just by spending time with a four-legged furball or a bird or whatever. But really, tweet at me your thoughts at Tough Angel Books on Twitter. Let me know what you think of pet care supports self-care. I want, I want to start this discussion. I definitely want to know what people think. I'm definitely going to tweet it out. So if you find me on Twitter and you see that question, definitely respond to it. Let me know what you think. And like, seriously, that is probably the best way to end this episode because that, that is a real, that's a real thinker. That sentence, that's a real thinker. While you guys are giving me your thoughts on that, if you have any suggestions for future ep- for future topics, for future episodes or whatever, tweet them at me. I would love, absolutely love to look into some of these topics, whether, like, if I've done them, I'll let you know, or if they're new topics that interest me, I may do them next. Until next episode, which is going to be two weeks from now, because I need time to research and study. I'm going to wish you all a wonderful week. And I hope that this podcast helps. It may not be the most helpful or informative, but I hope that it helps just a little bit. Or puts a smile on your face. Whichever. Until next time, thank you very much for listening in. Until next episode, happy reading.